0: Hey, so, welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. We're sort of kicking off with one of, I think, the best records I've heard this year, Bancor Crypti from the Netherlands. Uh, now, this comes from the stable of bands like Dead Neanderthals, and um, it's out on Sentient Ruin very soon. Um, this is brilliant, Peter. I mean, I, I sort of sent you a message maybe halfway through the week just saying, Have you heard this on headphones? Because it's an absolute trip. It's, it's, it pans all over the place and it's so well constructed and it's so, um, well thought out as a, as a release it just kind of blew my mind a little bit so I mean the, the songs kind of deal with like like I don't know environmentalism which is kind of a common theme um like at the moment really um particularly that opening track um pearl um it's like imagining yourself as um, you know uh, I, I don't know like an oyster just <laughs> I don't it's, it's really strange um and obviously we're gonna play a song called billow um and I, I just presume it's about um you know just i don't know like land change and things like that like big big events you know like earth events and it it just sounds so um intricate and and strange i I absolutely loved it
1: Mm. i think they're becoming you know becoming incredibly reliable band and a really important band i think i mentioned them last week in last week's podcast um I can't remember which band it was. Now it doesn't really matter, but I think the point being that their consistency across what is now a strong body of work um, and their ever-evolving event, invention marks them out as a reference point for for innovation in in extreme music. You know, they're a band you look to now for the kind of mind-swirling oddities within the harshest environments. They're, you know, they're 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 really important. I mean, because they're so good and they seem to pop music out so regularly as well in a weird way, this almost feels like the most normal crypto release yet, but <laughs> that that's, that's absolutely yeah. relative, you know, relative to how weird some of the older stuff is. Um, but it's brilliant. You know, there's this strong electronic elements here. There's one bit where I thought it's like, it was like pet brick uh, if they were to become a death metal band and, and like yeah. everything you would wish that to be, you know, if it ever came to pass, it's, it is, you know, you said it, yourself the whole album's amazing. I, I struggled to pick a track. um It's got so much energy. You just, you know, it, it invigorates you. It's almost impossible not to be, you know, not to be kind of picked up by it. It's just, you know, it's just proof that they're an amazing band and and if anything, they're getting better.
0: Yeah, hard to believe because they are pretty damn amazing before. So <laughs> really, really excited by this. And um it's got a really abstract cover, really sort of appreciate something. Uh, that weird. Um, sort of appearing on a release like this so yeah re- just really bowled over really i think that's the, the sort of take that we've got for this one um so the record's called capsule uh, and it's out on sentient rim like we say but you can get this via crypti.bankcamp.com that was a song called billow so as ever it's the nine hosts podcast it's nine amazing tracks that we found scouring the ground or through submissions this week um next up is something that i i think i found through twitter um this is a band um from newcastle uh made up of um kind of like former members of other bands i'm not quite sure which ones that's not very sort of informative at all is it but um yeah i just thought all right i'll give this a, a roll like someone said i'll you know listen to this it's a brand new demo uh, from sort of like sound people from uh, from newcastle uh weirdly out on um a uh, french label um called Uticaria records um, and I think they're putting out a tape version. Uh, I think it's about 70 copies uh, coming out. So I think you can pre-order that now. But yeah, they've just put out a single minute of music uh, called Film for Slugs. What do you make of this, Pete? Because, um, I mean, the, the name PH People kind of doesn't give anything away, does it?
1: No, I did. I love the song title, definitely. I, I, yeah. Just one thing, that it, it's something I realized as you were talking then. You know, this year, if any, you know, as a guess, I'd say Newcastle's probably the place we played most music from. You know, from a single yeah. city, and maybe other than the big cities, you know, around the world. But um, it's an it's an incredible scene there at the moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I I wasn't sure what to make of this at all. Um, I wasn't sure what it what it was um, or you yeah. know what it was. I, 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 I struggle with this wrong word because I, I did enjoy it, um, and I knew that because I kept pressing play. You know, it's like fourth or fifth time round. <laughs> um i was you know unsure even then i was still kind of had a confused look on my face um you know i'd like kind of the simple guitar line the hazy kind of production it gives it a kind of you know don't give a fuck punk feel and the fact that i kept pressing play on it and still didn't get it um I think I think part of that was like I, I have no idea what I'm going to say on the podcast. I don't quite understand what it is, <laughs> but also I don't understand why I find it so addictive. Why am I, you know it's just there. You know, it's only a minute here. I think I need the rest of this album to come out or the rest of this tape to come out so I can hear it more because because I you know it, it got me and I, was, I kept doing it, kept playing it, and still none the wiser.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear the rest of this, to be honest. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, the best way I can describe it, it sounds to me like it's been recorded outside of a practice room or something. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't sound like it's been recorded in, a, in the same room. Um, there was a really weird um, experiment that Neurosis did years ago um, where they recorded the album, The Sun That Never Sets, onto a tape and then left that recording back onto another tape and they just kept going until it like withered to like this kind of hum um but you can right. listen you can listen to like the the decay of it so about halfway through it sounds like this and i think it's it's such a weird sound and like you say what are they going for but yeah i just thought it was really like almost like a curio at the moment so i really mm. want to hear the rest of this see if it's um it sounds any different but if it, it doesn't doesn't matter anyway because it's really cool um so yeah just snotty um kind of Strange um, lo fi, they've described it as uh, on the Bandcamp. So, yeah, kind of um, bear that in mind as we play this. So, this is film for Slugs, and you can get this at uticariorecords.bankcamp.com. This is PH people. <laughs> So that was PH People from Newcastle. Next up, uh, we've got a band called Gawthon from New Jersey. Now, this is a one-person band. I've lost count of the amount of uh, one-person sort of outfits we've played uh, on the podcast before. But this is a band called Gawthon. Um, like a sprawling release, like quite a quite a long release here. And I kind of, I put it on a few times, just kind of get my head around it a little bit. Um, but this opening track, uh, Premature Eradication, it just kind of, I don't know, it the, the hanging chords and the... Um, the sort of menace that it holds um, kind of got me for this one, Pete.
1: Mm, oh, definitely. You know, this song was released a few, a few weeks back, and I heard it then. And then, kind of wait for the whole album. The whole album's great, but I still came back to this one. Um, you know, it's. It, it, I don't. I know very little about it. I kind of did just chance across it, and there's no, um, there's no more information on the page. But I think the music does enough talking for itself. So, it, I found it to be kind of almost wholly experimental you know At yeah. some points of the album it sounds sounds like you've wandered into a noise set in a dank practice room venue <laughs> um yeah. but then i think there are two big themes in there so you've got like you, you're almost like a pure noise element but then it crucially alternates you know alternates from that harsh static feedback to like almost death doom like you say yeah. the notes really do hang you know they hang heavy and morose um and and it works you know i i I listen to it and i think this album could very easily come across as uh, like a self-indulgent delve into into like crazed noise extremes but they manage somehow to harness everything that's that's good about those things and kind of weld those things together to create something that's haunting and and oppressive at times And, and, and and at times you know particularly like on this track quite brilliant i thought
0: yeah just just really kind of um i think the the co- i mean i've i've said like reference to cover already today but um that that album cover just looks like a, a, a true kind of reflection of the music like this <laughs> schizophrenic kind of panicked kind of sound um you know all these phases in kind of anguish um mm. yeah it, it fits it fits the bill and it just it's not a comfortable listen by any means but you know sometimes you need uh, something unpleasant to kind of uh, roll out and um, and sort of walt i don't know like wade into and uh, and really get into so yeah really enjoyed this um so yeah if you want to hear the rest of this uh, you can head to gawthon.bandcamp.com the album's called life's regret like i say we're going to play the opening track which is premature eradication So that was a schizophrenic sound of Gawthon. Next up, we've got a band called Cull, uh, who are uh, from Melbourne, Australia. We played these back in 2020, so it's nice to see them come back. They've got a single uh, track out at the moment called uh, Suffocation. And this is really sort of like, I feel like everything was recorded on 11 uh, for this. It's, it's so in the red and it's so, I don't know, like deftly kind of delivered. Um aggressive and it it has but weirdly has space in it. Um that's what I got from this one. Um do you remember playing them before Pete?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's and you know, Joe I'm glad to have them back. And and actually what you're saying, it, it, like reflects what I was thinking as well. That that start, um you know, the first third maybe of the track it just it just kind of really going at it. You know, then I mean the percussion is high in the mix it so kind of it gives this unsettling vibe. It's super aggressive, and there's this like big chomping riff in it, and then, and then the the, the middle section comes down and It pulls it all back. I, I love that element about it. At first, I just thought it's just kind of, it's just gonna like burn out they're that are kind of yeah. going for it that much, <laughs> um, but then this middle section comes like pulls it all back, allows the kind of riff to dominate. It slows into properly lethargic doomed territories. It feels like a different song, almost. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of, it gives it time, you know, to it's, time just passes, but it builds this fearful dread. You know, there's that kind of bits where these immense clatter of drums come in, the guitars kind of threaten to explode, but it is still going to the snail pace. It just, it utilizes Doom's natural pace to generate this kind of hostile atmosphere, which is a great thing. And it's like completely unexpected from listening to that start of that song to to where it ends up, and like the whole is just you know you kind of go back and think that didn't end up where I thought it would at that start, and it's it just really, really good that it did because it's just you know there's so much more to it,
0: yeah, I mean they make a hell of a noise for a three piece this is quite impressive stuff really um yeah apparently this is off uh, this is like the lead single from their um upcoming ep which is also called suffocation it's a, out in sort of like early 2023 which kind of makes sense um yeah it, it feels like this year's like just burning to an end at the moment it's it's uh kind of gone very very fast and yeah it feels like we were just compiling our 2021 um lists and stuff so yeah there's there's a lot to kind of consider i think um so yeah if you want to hear this um you can head to call.bankcamp.com it's kvll uh, like we say the song's called suffocation <laughs> that was a band called Cull from melbourne Uh, next up uh, a band called sapna from nashville tennessee this is proggy stuff but like um in in a kind of um i don't know like a stoner kind of um like frame maybe it's uh it's very very engaging and and really interesting i mean i I mean i don't know if you get this reference Pete, but do you know the band chiron earth
1: yes yeah Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i think so yeah like the um the sort of instrumentation and the, uh, the overall kind of delivery uh, kind of really reminded me of them Um, very much um, kind of swirling um, and and psychedelic in in ways, but uh, yeah, I mean, what made you pick it? I mean, it's, it's really interesting, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a bit cerebral, isn't
1: it? It is. It it reminded me of a band. I I think there is more, what what I'm going to say It's proggier and kind of more trippier than what I'm going to do. It's, you know, compare them to, but it, it reminded me of uh, like one of the first albums we were ever sent for review at Nine Hertz, like on CD in the International Post, you know, because it was right. pre MP3 days in two thousand and five, and that's Tona Lowe's self-titled. Album. Ah, yes, yeah, and that that completely blew my mind back then. It still does. It is you know, is a, a stunning album. But what I loved about that album, I still love about that album, is it bridges. The bridges the gaps between what are sister genres that we covered. So, I'm talking bits of stoner, doom, drone, and psych. Now, these, you know, there's a lot of similarities between those genres. Um, But there are differences. There's differences, you know, in in shade, in tempo, in heaviness, and, you know, in in the approach. Lowe kind of managed to put all that together. And at times, did you know? Sometimes sound like a real heavy doom band, or sometimes just sound like a complete tripped out, you know, psych band. Um. And Sapna reminded me of that. Um, And that's you know, that is a, for me, that's a great first impression. You know, particularly on this song. You know, it takes a time. It's a there's like nearly five minutes of spacey echo, you know, noises at the start. But then after that, it is a kind of psych drenched you know admittedly proggy as well doom that enters has got a fair weight to it at points you know like a definite Ufamamut vibes i'd say as well oh,
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. that's a good Is comparison
1: mm-hmm. i think it's a real you know it's a real trip and if i'd like to say for me if i'm comparing it to Tonalos, then safe to say that i'm going to love it and i really did here.
0: Yeah really really interesting so i think they released this song originally uh, back in august uh, but it's on a self-titled record now so um, yeah this is out now um you can get it via sapna.bankamp.com uh, and we're going to play the opening track this is the vessel was a band called Sapna. Uh, we're going to uh, Kiev in Ukraine uh, for the next one. A label called uh, Robust Fellow that we've played um, like a few tracks off before and um, really sort of keen to kind of support uh, anything Ukrainian at the moment. Just um, a solidarity, really. I think we got some messages from a few bands that we've played who are sort of really grateful for, you know, the distraction of um, of being played on the podcast at the moment. It's like something to kind of focus on. Um, now, this just kind of hit me from like nowhere really. Uh, a band called Solophis, uh have put out an album called uh, Wulong and um, yeah this, this the, the, what struck me about this is just the crushing production. I mean it, it sounded like I was um, I don't know like that first Torch album that kind of uh, bomb string sound just hit me straight away and it doesn't move from that kind of um, I don't know like concrete heavy stuff um, through the whole thing it sounds incredibly unpleasant and uh, seems to have kind of a, I don't know, like a prehistoric vibe to it. You know, there's um the ubiquitous gun, you know, ubiquitous dinosaur on the front, and uh, yeah, it's got a kind of grimness to it. Um, what did you make of this, Pete? Because it's really sort of, um, it's like wading through treacle. This one. Mm. I mean, this is you know, you
1: you must know. I, I I love this. Yeah. Um, and I'd have got I'd have got to this. Um, you know, if you hadn't picked it, I, I definitely would have. This is this is my thing, you know. This is my music. I looked them up actually. That you know the the labels from Kiev, the band are from a place called Cherkasy. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong in, in Ukraine, and that's been bombarded. You know, especially, I think mm. even recently with with bombs from the Russians. It's unthinkable to think that they're kind of you know to even live in that. Never mind to be able to record an album. You know, never yeah. really record such an, an amazing album as this. That's it's staggering. Um, yeah, yeah, what an album. They're just like it, like I think you're alluding to it, the sound of it, just the tone of it, just that kind of just impresses itself upon you. It's like this, you know, this track is a it's like a monolith of funeral paced doom. You know, I, I just found myself wallowing in it, you know, over and over. It's a long track project. You know, I played it a few times through. Mm. You know, just let myself stew in its kind of swampy underbelly, and and, and very happy to do so as well i'm not even sure what else to say it's it, it's majestic you know this is doom how yeah. it should sound and you know, like you say produced perfectly for it it's happy music you just close your eyes to shut off the world and enjoy i think
0: definitely i mean yeah it's just yeah very unpleasant but like um like you say you can just wallow in it and it's uh, yeah like the, the sound is just exactly what we look for on this podcast so yeah really really impressed by this apparently this is their fifth album as well so um yeah i'd quite like to hear the rest of it um just noticed actually the um the tape uh the cassette version um comes in this beautiful kind of die cut um cardboard case as well so as as much as i'm um trying to save money i i, <laughs> I think i might actually just dip for this one it looks amazing so uh, yeah really really cool um really enjoyed this um so we're going to play the title track off this Wulong, um, and you can get this via robustfellow.bandcamp.com <laughs> Okay, so that was Solofist from Ukraine. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Next up is possibly one of the best um, death metal albums I've heard this year. Um, this is just absolutely astonishing. A um, band called Cryptrot uh, from Wales, who, yeah, have released an album called An Ancient Summoning. Now, Pete, I, I don't know if I'd have seen this, so I'm so grateful for you to sort of um, bring it to, to my ears, really. Um, what can we say? I mean, it's just absolutely brilliant. It's It's so lively and it feels like an electric shock
1: at mm, points. yeah I, I got there I, I kind of I think I took a gamble on their last dem, their demo their EP on uh, which came out on Fed on cassette last year and I kind of just bought it on a, on a whim and really loved it um, so I knew they were good um, and I knew you know this doesn't really come as any surprise but but still, you know, it's it's really good. And, you know, the fact that it's coming out on dry cough, that's no surprise either, you know, then, you know, it's a natural fit, especially where dry cough have gone over the last couple of years. But, yeah, they've delivered massively so. What I like about it, it's kind of a mix of death metal sounds. You know, I think at its core, it's like this brutal death metal, but there's more to it than that. You know, it's guttural, it's it's at times weird and swampy you know there's bits where you think it could be like demolick yeah. or incantation which which you know were my two gateway bands into the kind of darker recesses of death metal and then and then there's yeah. another bit as well There's like a, it's almost like a slightly grindy element to it at times as well in the drums and the higher pitched vocals that appear i was thinking of like someone like cattle decapitation so yeah, just, you know, it's brutal. It rumbles along without pause. It just, you know, it crashes into bowls over anything in its way. Yeah, just really good. You know, the debut promised a lot. This just, this, like I say, this elevates to somewhere completely, you know, stratospheric compared to that. And it, it just sounds like accomplished. That's what I thought, which is incredible for, you know, so early on in the career. But yeah, well done. This is amazing
0: definitely it feels like death metal is having like some sort of i don't know like not i don't want to call it a renaissance but like a a definite kind of progress like a big step change in in the amount of like quality bands that are coming out um and it's always been an exciting genre but um yeah it seems like the last few years have just been absolutely brilliant and like waves of bands like this um yeah, we're spoiled at the moment. We really are spoilt for for quality death metal, like really good death metal. So, yeah, absolutely spot on this. And, um, yeah, can't wait to hear more, to be honest. Um, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that EP as well. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. So if you want to hear this, um, you can head to drycoffrecords.bandcamp.com or cryptrot.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album's called An Ancient Summoning, and we're going to play the opening track, The Work of Worms. Ripped Rot, absolutely brilliant death metal there from Wales. Next up, uh, we've got uh, something from Hex Records from Portland, Oregon. Uh, this is a band called Colonial Wound who um, have uh, released an album called Easy Laugh. Now, to me, this sounds like, I don't know, if if Unsane if went a little bit more twisted or, or kind of like listen to some Dillinger Escape Plan or something. It's it's absolutely brilliant. They've only released one track so far. This uh, this track, we're going to play, Altar of Youth, but it kind of uh, took my head off a little bit and um, yeah, just kind of I don't know. I had to kind of uh, hold it up really because it just kind of intrigued me, really.
1: The promotional book describes them as like uh, combining lumbering, hardcore, and noise rock into a singular sludgy entity, which I read before it even played it. And that's kind of, you know, that's really enticing, you know. And then it (laughs) it goes on to mention bands like Botch and Coalesce. Uh, You know, the the one thing I thought was it's been a really great year for noise rock. You think of like the Chat Pile album, Ken Mode's album. Yeah. In the UK, there's so many mm. bands doing it so well at the moment, and uh, you know, and then then you listed this, and based on a single song, you know, a, a sample size, which I need more of. You know, we need to expand. You know, you can add Colonial Wound to that. The, 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 the other thing I noticed, well, they feature one of the touring drummers from Kylie, who is still one of my favorite bands of all time. Ah, you know, I got a, just yeah. I got to walk a middle course on vinyl the other day, so I was very happy about that. Um, so that adds Fantastic. more brownie points yeah. to this. Um yeah, this is enticing. I really look forward to the album.
0: Yeah, I didn't read that so I'm 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 completely that's taken me aback a little bit. Absolutely brilliant. I mean um watching um both yes. drummers in in Carlisa, like playing in in tandem was always riot really. Yeah. Um you wouldn't yeah, you wouldn't think it would be would you, but it's um yeah, some something something spiritual mm. about it maybe and yeah, maybe that's brought into this a, a little bit. Um but yeah, brilliant stuff and um, yeah nice to know that as well um, so yeah if you want to hear this um, you can head to hexrecords.bandcamp.com I think the record's out at early December so um, yeah not too long to wait to hear the rest of this um, yeah the song's called altar of youth and this is colonial wound <laughs> So that was Colonial Wound uh, out early December on Hex Records. Uh, next up, and to close the podcast this week, we've got a band from LA called Faytooth Tooth. Um, I'm not massively familiar with this, but they describe themselves as Fairy Doom, which I think is absolutely spot on. I mean, the, the sort of, um, the vocals on this are very sort of, like, beautiful and um, and kind of float over this incredibly um, dense kind of music and um I think that's an absolutely brilliant uh, self description bands often don't know how to describe themselves but I think that would, that's probably the most accurate I've heard in a while um Pete you picked this one like uh, where did you find just, it just
1: um, I think through just through the descriptions and through the tags and things and I, I, to be honest I wasn't too sure of it at first I was intrigued enough to listen you know to, to go through it all but wondered whether it's going to be too um too light for me you know a bit too airy gothic for my tastes but then I, I found that was quickly dispelled with, you know, there's a fair whack of doom running through the whole thing. And then then I got to this track, and I just loved it immediately. It's the kind of scorched vocals which blacken the skies. You know, the, the vocals suddenly take on a more kind of urgent, mm. screeching, extreme, you know, uh, pitch. And that just changes it completely, which reminds me of like um, the band Dreadnought, who who did that. They, they were, the, you know, these... Mm proggy multi-instrumentalist and all of a sudden the vocal you know like with very kind of ethereal vocals and all of a sudden the vocalist turn almost black metal and all of, you know that just that kind of blew my mind and, and it was similar here um you know like it plunges it into like these crushing depths from you know from where he where thought was a safe space I, I, you know i love the kind of plodding doom riffs on here um there's these you know permanently creeping noises that accompany it in the background and the fact that it just has so much weight to it you know i think you know thinking you could say there's calling cards in bands like Blackwater, holy light or sub rosa probably even closer um i think they're fair Hmm. to raise but they're probably a bit lazy comparisons what what actually makes this you know makes this stand out is it's is that kind of harshness you know like the, the fact that it they set it in this kind of ethereal world and all of a sudden can kind of just take you into dark places and and actually that makes it come alive i thought
0: yeah i mean this this track sounds like some sort of evil creator like the, the lyrics definitely kind of suggest like a i don't know, like a goddess kind of uh, character but yeah like the, the sort of um i think it could have got lost in like maybe mm. gothy things like you say but it's yeah it's got something about it and it's unique enough to get away from those comparisons I think we just made as well so yeah really quite impressed by this um I, I imagine they melt a lot of minds live like uh, I imagine um they, they trick a lot of people into um thinking that they're kind of I don't know this like kind of floaty entity and then they just <laughs> crank it up and um you get something like this so yeah really really exciting The album is called Remnants of the Vessel, uh, and we're going to play a song called She Cast a Shadow. Uh, You can find this at faytooth.bandcamp.com. We'll see you next week.